Welcome to Heart Home Community's most recent Baldwinsville Community Update. I'm your host, Shelly Hoffman. Hey everybody, I'm here with Chris. I am super excited to talk to Chris because Chris is with our Greater Baldwinsville Ambulance Corps. He's actually the new Director of Operations. How are you doing, Chris? Good, how are you? I'm doing really well, thank you. And as you know, Jim used to talk to me when uh, before he retired, so I'm kind of excited that you will continue this little little show with me to, to learn what you guys are up to, talk about the community. So how's it been going since uh, Mr. Hogan has retired? It's going been going pretty well. Um, you know, learning a lot of the little things that that were second nature to him that he didn't didn't realize he was doing that. You know, I didn't realize he was doing because I've been here for just about nine years now and been working with Jim the whole time. Um, so it's it's been fun. It's been been a lot of growing and good time, really. Yeah, isn't that funny though? When you have a position, you know, you know, Jim kind of started to go through. You don't realize the little day to day things. You know, they really do add up. And then when you're gone, people realize, wow, that was another thing that somebody, you know, had done for us. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, so I want to start with, if you don't mind, I want to start with COVID just because I have kids in school and obviously in real estate, different things. You know, you think that we're in the clear and you just start hearing more cases. Obviously, you guys are frontline. Um, mm -hmm. what's, what's COVID really like in our area right now? Uh, so we've been seeing more and more lately. For a while, it did die down where we we would go days or even a couple weeks without seeing a COVID positive patient. Um, but we've been seeing more the last couple weeks, probably one or two a day. You know, we might get a day or two where we don't have one. Um, and been hearing about more positive cases in the schools, not not just Baldwinsville, but you know the neighboring districts as well. Um, I think we're doing an okay job with with not spreading it but um at the same time i think it's it's still unfortunately on the uptick right now that's a shame and just to remind people because you're obviously located in the village mm -hmm. and we say greater baldwinsville but you don't you really just don't serve like the village of baldwinsville where all if you get a phone call where all do you guys go so we cover the village of baldwinsville um pretty much all of the town of Lysander. Uh, the easiest way to describe it is the, the fire district. So Belgium, Cold Springs, Radisson, all of that area down into Seneca River, um, the village, just outside the village, parts of the town of Van Buren, uh, into Warners, down into the town of Geddes and Lakeland. We cover all the way down to the fairgrounds. Wow. Um, you know, the the hotel where Daniela's Steakhouse is on State Fair Boulevard. We go right to there. Um, you know, it's funny because I knew you had a large area, but just in, and part of it was um, Van Buren, you know, Lysander, obviously. But saying um, the Steakhouse is huge in Lakeland, I didn't realize you guys went all the way down to there. Yeah, during, during the week, Monday through Friday, we keep an ambulance down at the Lakeside Firehouse, um, usually between like 9 and 5, 9 and 6. And they'll cover calls in the, the lower half of our district so that they're closer to, you know, those people down there that call 911. 
you know, so they can get there faster. And along that topic, Chris, uh, right before we went on air, you were talking about like delays. So obviously, if you're leaving from the village of Baldwinsville and you're getting down to Lakeland, that's going to take a little while. So you have the ambulance there. Mm -hmm. But you had mentioned there's some delays just because of situations right now anyway that people might be seeing, correct? Yep. yep. So like everyone's probably seen a little bit in the news with the, the vaccine mandates, you know, it's caused a, a staffing shortages in the hospitals. And in turn, that's causing increased wait times for our ambulance crews. So normally, you know, we take a patient to one of the local hospitals and we might be there 10, 15, 20, maybe 30 minutes getting the patient turned over to the hospital staff. Now it's unfortunately not uncommon that we're there for one, two, three hours waiting for a bed. Um, and that also has put a strain on not just us, but in the EMS community as a whole. So we're seeing a lot more mutual aid calls. So we're going to neighboring territories, which takes us longer to get to those calls. Or, you know, we're having crews from NAVAC, which is in North Syracuse, coming to Baldwinsville or, you know, even further. Just so, because you guys are... No, it would it would make sense. And and obviously, if you're going to a neighboring community to help them, which is, you know, what we're all here for. But if we need something here in the greater Baldwinsville area, then somebody else has to to cover. Yep. To yep. And we're, we're more than happy to help out our neighbors. It's just unfortunate for the people that need us because it's going to take us that much longer to get there or for, you know, our citizens here for them, for an ambulance to get here when we're out stuck at a hospital. Yeah. Well, I'm I um I can't believe how the end of our topics are uh, literally gearing me up for the next one that I want to talk about, and and that's the fact that you guys are an amazing uh, group to begin with organization. So not that you need the pat on the back or the proof of that, but you were just given you were given an award for the organization, correct? And uh, Jim Hogan was. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I did see it on social media. I'm not gonna lie, but uh, I was looking forward to hearing more about it. Yes. Yeah, so. Uh, GBAC as a whole was just awarded the Central New York EMS Agency of the Year Award, which is an annual award that's given out by the, the uh, Central New York EMS region. And they're the group that oversees our area. Uh, and along with that, Jim Hogan, he also received the EMS Leadership Award for last year. Uh, and that's those awards are given out in and chosen by our regional EMS council. Uh, it's a group of EMS professionals that have been elected to a council and they there's an application process, nominations, and then the council votes on it. I was gonna ask you if there was criteria or things that you had to meet in order for that yep. award to be given. Yep, so somebody has to write a nomination um, with why they feel the agency or person is fit for that award. And then the council reviews all the applications and votes on them. And that's how it goes. Nice. Yeah. Well deserved. Um, so is there something, anything for the, the community that, you know, that would help you? Obviously, you know, you have your annual drive. Mm -hmm. Most people don't realize that most of your funding, it comes from the public, right? Or has that changed? Oh, I think Chris froze on me. Either that or he completely quit blinking for a couple minutes. But I know that I received my uh, donation drive letter in the mail. And um, and when I talked to Jim last year, he would talk about the fact that 
we would, um, they would need that money in order to, you know, buy what they need to support the community. Obviously they do a great job if they've just gotten the awards. Uh, Jim was amazing. Those of you that know Jim in our community, uh, you know, he lived in the Baldwinsville area. He supported Baldwinsville. Let me see. Chris is moving again. I took you off screen for a second. You were frozen on me. Yeah, I watched it. <laughs> the only thing I was talking about, Chris, was the drive. Like we get the letters from um, the ambulance corps asking for donations. Do you get money from somewhere else or is it mainly just the money so, that comes from that? So our, our two main sources of funding are our fund drive and then also uh, from billing when we take people to the hospital. We, you know, build a patient or build our insurance and that's how we that's how we survive. If I remember correctly, Jim said not everybody has insurance, correct? So you don't correct. always get paid for the yep. ride at the hospital. That is correct. Yeah. Um, is there anything else that you could use from the community? Um, you know, I know back when COVID first started, we were making donations for the um, protective equipment. I'm assuming you guys are okay, but is there anything that we can do to help you? Because obviously, you know, we want to be here to support your organization. No, I, I think right now, you know, we're very appreciative of everything that everybody's doing and has done. And uh, I, I just want people to know that, you know, with those hospital delays is just to keep those in mind. It's not, not anything that we're doing. It's not a direct result of any issues we're having that it, you know, might take us a few minutes longer to get to you, but we are here and we plan to be here. Well, and I think it's important to get out because I know, unfortunately, I've needed you a couple your services a couple times when my dad was living with me and you were there so quick, mm -hmm. you know, between the, the police who came just because of situations and you guys. Um, so it's not that anything's really changed as far as how you can serve us. It's just situations have changed. And, and you had mentioned that before the hospital was short beds. Now we're their short staff. Yeah. It really does impact. The last question I have for you, and I apologize, I probably should know this answer, but I don't. Is it mandated for you guys to have the vaccine as well, or is it just the hospital staff? It's not mandated. It's not mandated for us yet. Um, there are talks of it being mandated. Um, currently, right now, though, we're pretty close to, if not at 100% vaccinated here. Um, so, for us, I don't think it'll really be an issue for EMS as a whole. I think it'll probably it would probably have the same impact that it's having on the hospitals but yeah and obviously everybody has different views and we're not going to get into that but just the impact that maybe some you know some people don't realize that yes. it has on everything so well chris i really enjoyed the fact that you came on to talk with me today is there anything else that you want to throw out to the public that maybe someone in your department said hey make sure you mention this or that we should know no i don't think so okay well, perfect. So this was the first of, I hope, many interviews that you will do with me and um, and keep me yeah. posted. And obviously, um, we're excited to have you. And, you know, I know that Jim did a great job, but when he left, I don't know if he said it on the show or if he said it afterwards, but he basically said, you won't even hardly know I'm gone because, you know, the, the, the uh, ambulance corps as a whole works together so much as a team. Yeah that one person leaving doesn't make too much of an impact because yep. we just all work together anyway. So yep. obviously that's true. So, all right. Well, thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of your Monday and I will talk with you soon. Thanks.